0: So let's get into an informative and empowering conversation. Hello, and welcome to the Motherhood Village podcast. I am on with two very special guests. I have Tina Rajini and Kim Pabla of Tiny Sprouts. How are you, ladies, and welcome.
1: Thank you. We're so excited to be here.
0: Why don't you both tell me a little bit about you before we dive into kind of my icebreaker and the meat and potatoes of the conversation?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um, uh, Tina and I have actually been best friends for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, we met in high school in our hometown of Toronto, Canada, and uh, so we're both Canadian, and uh, Tina still currently lives in Canada, and she's actually operating the business out of Toronto, Canada, while mm-hmm. I'm currently based in the U.S. Um, and operating the business out of New Jersey, uh, where we also have our, our corporate headquarters. So uh, we're kind of running a cross-border business, which is really interesting. Uh, it's a new concept as as two moms trying to juggle their children and juggle this um, this new venture of ours. Um, but it's but it's proven to work very well. Um, especially with all the different tools and, and everything mm-hmm. we have today to be able to manage our business um, holistically together. I was
0: going to say, wow. Um, first off, I didn't even know it was a Canadian based company, but now you say mm-hmm. saying that you're, so that's, that's awesome. I've been to Toronto. Toronto's a great city and the fact that you're in New Jersey, so I'm sure we'll talk about that when we get to the aspect of you know how you manage a business i'd love for you to you know kind of touch base on how you've made that work right because i know i have mompreneurs entrepreneurs that listen to my podcast um so we'll we'll, we'll get back to that but okay let's dive into yeah. we'll dive into my icebreaker round and you both can answer each especially for the icebreaker round, if you want for sure, um, sure. okay we'll start with you tina what is your favorite book it's interesting you asked, that. Kim
2: and I were talking about that today, um, and I'm just going to be honest. So like, I'm not really a book person, but I will say, um, you know, in the new era of like social media and everything digital, I love learning new things um, via podcast. Um, so my favorite is Dr. Mark Hyman, um, among other various health podcasts, you know, having gone through some some personal health issues and just, you know, having a general passion sure. um, in health and health and well-being. Um, I'll just listen to whatever I can when I'm on a walk or, you know, just um, before bed or whatnot. Uh, And I was just thinking we're so lucky um, to be living in a time where all this valuable information and knowledge is essentially free. Like we used to have to pay, or we still do have to pay thousands of dollars to go to university and learn all this stuff via textbooks and, and whatnot, but everything is just so readily available. So I'm a podcast girl. Um,
0: I love that. Thank you for sharing that because I think it's important. I think to your point, it's like, yeah, we're in 2022. And it's amazing that we have so many things at our fingertips. I know for me as a business owner, I've tapped into it all. Um, But okay, go ahead, Kim. What about you? Do you have a favorite book or one you'd like to recommend?
1: Yeah, so I I am a reader. Um, I'm definitely a podcaster as well, especially when my daughter was younger and I'm taking her on these long walks. I was telling Tina, I'm like, now, you know, when I take her on a walk, she wants to talk. So, <laughs> so, so that kind of kills my time. Um, but um, I'm really into, um, you know, manifestation methods and positive energy. And so the the last book I read, it's actually one of my favorite books. And it's called The Last Law of Attraction Book That You Will Ever Read. Um, and similar to Tina, I've gone through some, uh, some personal challenges in the past year and a half in my family. And it's really um, helped keep me in a positive place after I found myself heading to quite a bit of negativity. So um, I think in the era of COVID and um, you know, me- mental health issues um, affecting everybody for so many different reasons, yeah. it's really important to harness that positive energy and really be able to create um, your own path. Um, and this book really highlights some methods that help you uh, reign in that power that's out there to keep a positive mindset each day and live in the moment and just find happiness regardless of your situation. Oh, goodness. And,
0: you know, I always love when I reach out to guests and I have a connection because you saying that that's exactly how... I try and live my life by always seeing the bright side, by always having a silver lining. And I think you can find that in any situation. So thank you for mentioning that because uh, I'm total in alignment there. What are the values that guide you and your families? Tina?
2: Yeah, I'll take that one. Um, I, you know, the generic respect, kindness, and, and empathy. It's, it's so difficult, I find um, in today's hard world and, and harsh reality. I just want to raise good, kind children um, and something else that we truly value as a family is, is quality time together. Um, you know, the small things, eating dinner together, attending all of my daughter's soccer practices and games um, and doing homework together, just the the, the tiny moments. Um, it's so easy. I would say just to get caught up, um, you know, with our busy lives, starting a small business, social media. Um, so my husband and I together, we put real value into, you um, the more intangible things and and time with our kids is, is definitely
1: um, a huge value of
0: ours. I love that, Kim. Do you also want to share or?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, I agree with Tina 100. Um, some additional things that I know Tina and her family also value are health. Um, it's one of Absolutely. the main reasons why we started this business. Uh, we're both very much into health. We you know we've both gone through our health challenges personally and you know within our families, like our immediate families. Um, so we know that there's nothing that can buy health. It has to be something that is a is a daily activity and something that, you know, we want to pass on to our children because in this day, in this world now, it's really difficult to find health phys- physically and mentally. So that's, that's a key important value as well.
0: Love it. What, or how has motherhood transformed you both? And actually how, what are the ages of your little ones? Cause I, I mentioned, I heard you both say one each, but what are the ages and sex if you have more? So I,
2: I have, I have two little ones. Um, I have a boy and a girl. So my son is turning five in a month. Um, Good. oh, it hurts me to say that. <laughs> and he's my baby and he's turning five. Um, and my daughter is seven. Okay. Um, yeah. And Kim has a little one who recently
1: turned three. Oh,
0: okay. So we and then on.
1: I have another one on the way in a couple of oh, weeks. Wow, so. Congratulations.
0: Okay. Yeah. I have, <laughs> I have, so we're close in age to my little one will be five in November. So yeah, I, that's my only one. We're all in the same space. Same sort of yeah. Space. Okay, yeah. so go ahead. Um, how has motherhood transformed you both? <laughs> I love this
2: question. Um, motherhood has transformed me in in so many ways. Like I think back to um, now seven years ago when I had my daughter, um, and I will say it truly made me completely selfless. Right. I mean, I think any mother would say that you literally put your life aside and tend to this new human being doing something that you've never done before. So you're, you're both learning together essentially. Um, And it's making more compassionate and very, very um, patient, I would say. And, and that's quickly running out as they're, as they're home again from school. Um, But um, definitely those are, those are some of the things that come to mind. Um, It also made me a lot more empathetic um, to my own mother. Um, And it really helped me understand um, all the hardships that mothers everywhere endure today. Like, I mean, there's just so much going on and we've all read the headlines Um, and it's really not something that you can truly understand until you live it yourself. Right. So empathy is just another, it's another huge value in my life that I I really try to instill into my children.
0: I love that. Kim, what about
1: you? Um, It's made me more anxious. (laughs) You know, like it's just uh, uh, when my daughter was born, the amount of time I spent Googling every single thing, thinking there's something wrong with her is not even funny. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, like I said, reading and harnessing that positive energy and meditating and bringing all these wonderful practices into my life um, has actually honed that down a bit. Um, And it's made me um, really change my uh, perception of what you can do with your life. And I think that's something Tina and I will talk about later because we were both uh, working for major FMC, like CPG companies. Um, You know, Tina most recently spent 10 years at Hershey's uh, doing, you know, major activities in sales and marketing and food innovation. And I spent the last 10 years in in the UK and the US working for L'Oreal once again in sales and marketing. And I thought L'Oreal was my life. You know, I lived and breathed it love beauty, love, you know, that whole area. But um, my daughter, Sienna, coming into my life um, and just having that time with her during maternity leave really just changed my mindset mm-hmm. into what Tina was talking about before, what's important to you. Um, and I wanted to show her, A, um, especially living in the U.S. now and everything about women's rights, that you know, uh, there's so much a woman can achieve while being a mother mm-hmm. um, and having the pressures of, of, of motherhood on her back like yeah. 24-7 is yeah. what we take on and it's exhausting, yeah. but we can still work to fulfill dreams and make a difference and not have to follow um, a traditional nine to five to do that. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to do something where she can look back and be proud of me. And be like, damn, my mom did that, you know, so, um, and be an inspiration to her. And, you know, I think that's something that Tina and I, like when we were discussing and we talked, like, I I turned to Tina a lot um, during when I became a mom and because I, her parenting style was, you know, something that I was very attracted to as well, because that's, you know, we had similar values in raising our children. Um, So, you know, when we started talking about careers and everything, we just realized that, you know, there's something more that we want to do.
0: I love that and well I'm so excited to dive into that because I told you both prior to recording that um, I reached out because I love what you guys are building what you have created so far Um, but before we get into that my last icebreaker question is it takes a village to raise a child but most importantly it takes a village to uplift a mother who and what because I think people always think it's just people but I think it could be lots of things um, has been a part of your motherhood villages. I would definitely say, you
2: know, um, friends and family, <laughs> like through and through, like, you know, it, it really does take a village. Um, and I, I do think I learned this the hard way. But, you know, you, you can ask for help. Right. And, and that is something that, you know, I didn't, I didn't really start my motherhood journey with. Yeah. Um, and as it as it continued, it, it really was, you know, you know, putting my pride aside, if you would say that, and and really seeking that help um, from, from friends and family. And again, going back to the free education that's available 24 seven online, right? Like it is a new world. Um, there's so much information, sometimes too much. Yes. (laughs) I will say. And, and I think, um, I see Kim going through it right now as she's diving into her, um, next or she's heading into her having another newborn. Um, it's, it can get really, um, overwhelming really fast
0: yeah and i would imagine that could be a whole nother podcast of like how things have changed from like three years ago right oh my god from yours it's insane um but kim who and what has been a part of your motherhood village
1: Yeah. So, um, my motherhood village has been interesting because I kind of live in isolation (laughs) from all my close family and friends. Um, you know, we don't really have a community out here in New Jersey. I gave birth to my daughter in the UK where I spent the last 10 years. So I had a huge village and huge support network out there, but then I moved here when she was 10 weeks. And, um, I do have some family here and some friends here, but, um, you know, not anybody I could intrude on their life to sure. ask for help. But, you know, talking to Tina every day, like since we started this business, we started this business when T- um Sienna, my daughter, um, you know, she was one. Wow. So, yeah. you know, it's Tina crazy. has been, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's she's great. been instrumental to, you know, helping me uh, not only navigate, but also just, you know, letting me get things off my chest. Sure. Like if or if I, you know, watching me cry or, you know, watching me like, share these happy moments or, or whatnot. So she's been, you know, my village in so many ways. Um And I've been very, I'm very grateful to um, my parents, my in-laws, uh, you know, any family that's actually been able to come down sure. here and stay with us for, you know, two to four weeks to really help out because it's, it's, it can get tough. And it's like what Tina is saying, it's hard to ask for help, but um, you need to ask for help. And, um, you know, so I, I appreciate those, those times I've had that additional set of hands because it can get really tough.
0: Yeah, it can, it's necessary. Asking for help is necessary. And I think it should just be part of what is, you know I think for so long we've been yeah. told that like we have to suffer in silence or be to your point in isolation at times cause motherhood can feel like isolation um, especially okay. in the beginning stages. And I'm sure that doesn't matter if it's your first child, second child, third child, you know, Um, so for sure. But okay, let's jump into the journey into creating tiny sprouts. So I don't know who wants to start, but number one, what is tiny sprouts? And then what is your mission?
1: Sure. So um, tiny sprouts foods. (laughs) So tiny sprouts is, um, it's actually, um, I'll take you on a little journey of how it all started. So, um, you know, we, we, I kind of touched on how Tina and I were looking for for something new and something different um, to happen, anyways. And actually, um, I had some health issues in my 20s growing up, so I became um, obsessed with seeds after learning about the many many benefits of them, like you know, and how they support digestive health because my issues were all related to digestive ah, health. Okay, um, and they were they were pretty drastic. Um, and I started following some uh, holistic um, holistic doctors and and uh, some dietitians and attending seminars. And this one woman introduced me to flax seeds. I think I was like only 21 years old and they changed my life. And I'm not even like, I, can't, I, I'm not even going to like, you know, you can go to the UK, talk to anyone at L'Oreal. I was a girl with flax seeds on my desk. Like it was really, and, wait, and
0: you would just eat them. You would, you wouldn't just put them in a like You would just eat them like a Sunday. No, I would,
1: put them in my, <laughs> okay. I put them in my porridge every morning, okay, okay. you know, but my, my commercial VP would literally come and pick up the bag and look at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? So, but I know they cured me. So uh, when it came to feeding my daughter solids, it just was a no brainer. Like it was just, it's a part of my diet. Whatever was a part of my diet, sure. I'm a part of her diet. Um, And then I ran out of this particular type of chia seeds that looked like they were made for children. And I ran out of them on Mother's Day of 2020. And I was in the shower, because you know, all the best ideas come in the shower, right? And I was like, getting irritated that I was out of these chia seeds. And then I was like, why are there no seeds for kids? And it was like an aha moment, because, you know, tiny sprouts, like these tiny sprouts seeds are the most nutrient dense yes. thing in on this planet, like they're like a seed is, um, you know, something that um, harnesses all the nutrients to grow into a large plant, mm. you know, a tiny seed can grow into a massive tree. So mm. imagine, you know, consuming that as a human and giving that to your child, mm. and they're suddenly getting so much nutrition in such a tiny, tiny, amount of food. Sure. And you know, I called Tina and we talked about it and it was an absolute no brainer for us to move forward with this. Because I was
0: in <laughs>
1: like, yeah. yeah, there was, there was no, um, there was nothing. So there was like no like the pause.
0: Market. There was not like what, how, the, well, no. I'm sure you maybe were like, maybe how, but you were just like, yeah, let's do it. However, we're going to do it. Yes. Let's do it. That's awesome. I yes. just
2: thought it was such a wonderful idea. It is. Like I, I sure. you follow your gut and and sometimes you, you just you just know instantly. Like we had brainstormed a few other things, we knew we wanted to do something different at that time. Um, and when Kim talked about that, I was like,
1: "Wow!" Like she didn't Kim even is, hesitate. Like it was it. just like I would buy just it. Knew we just knew that we were going to do this. I like love it. it was so, um, you know, it was just it was core to who we were. Right? Sure. We were, we were moms. We were nutrition minded. Uh, we were both so in tune with what our children were eating so in tune with their development and their growth and we knew how nutrition would impact that yeah. it just was a no-brainer so wait that's um, in
0: the, that's march of 2020 let's not say like that's COVID. that's like pandemic time yeah so,
1: that's pandemic yeah. time
0: yeah because how was that like so when you guys have this idea why was it important to kind of turn it into a business and not just say hey i want to give it to my children let's make up something and then maybe have it what was that thought process to say hey we could actually make this into something bigger than what we're just going to give to family and friends.
2: For sure. that That's a great question, Nikki. Um, it, it was very important, not only because I thought it was a great idea, sure. um, as did Kim. Um, it was important for us to commercialize tiny sprouts. Um, because as mothers, we know how important it is to feed Um, children nutrient-dense foods from the very very start like from you know even from inception right so you go back to the first thousand days um, but our products are obviously um, targeted to six months plus so from the very beginning of starting solid it is absolutely crucial for children to get um, you know these nutrient-dense foods into their bodies Um, and health has always just been a big priority for us which is something that we've mentioned a couple of times now um, but as you quickly scan, you know, the baby food industry and read the headlines, yeah. um, this industry, while highly regulated, I mean, it doesn't always have the best options yeah. available for our little ones. And coming from big food myself, I, I really do know the ins and outs of, of big food. And, and unfortunately, you know, it, it's a lot about the bottom line yeah. most of the time. Um, and then even when you go to the shelf, like so many foods are highly processed, include unnecessary ingredients. Um, such as added sugars or are high in heavy metals, right? And yeah. and the stats really do speak for themselves. Like one in three U.S. children are at risk of diabetes. Um, one in five are considered obese, right? So it's it's really scary. But unfortunately, it's it's the reality of what we're living through. Um, so as we dove deep into the world of seeds, like I mean, yes, we we both jumped into the idea, but we did our due diligence. Sure. We did a ton of research. Um, we scanned the market, we looked at the competition, we looked at social media, um, and as we uncovered, what we uncovered was just that, you know, these there's endless health benefits to these tiny little seeds, um, but there's this huge gap in knowledge and um, products um, amongst parents. So we knew, we knew instantly, um, we knew quickly, I would say, that our idea had great potential, um, to really make an impact um, on the health of children everywhere, and that really is one of our biggest challenges, is just spreading the knowledge and spreading the the word that hey, seeds are suitable for your baby and for your young child. Um, and and that takes time, it takes money, um, and we're we're slowly working through that. But we just, we know um, that this idea has legs, and and every day I think we just get a greater confidence, like more and more confident that this idea um is just going to help so many people it is
0: and you know this is one of the things that i am so thankful that i get to do is to share stories like this and to share knowledge because i think one of the key things is that there are there is a lot of ignorance and a lot of misinformation and the fact that there are people like you who can go out and and create something like this and then come on platforms like myself that can reach a lot of people. That's a beautiful thing, right? But let me ask, what was that research and development like? So you say this is March 2020. We're just June of 2022. I see you guys are doing great things. I've been on your Instagram. Again, I I reached out to you um, because I thought it was a fantastic idea. I know the benefits of flax seeds, chia seeds. We've been giving it to my son in his oatmeal. We would make him oatmeal since he started eating food, right? So yeah, so I know the benefits and I thought it was just genius. What was that R&D like and when did it come to from inception of having the idea to having your first product and what was that like when you first created it? and you're like oh
1: my god here we have it wow okay so that's a very <laughs> that's Is a, that a loaded that's question a, that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a super loaded question um so I'll, i can speak to the, uh, some of the initial things that we did right. um i tina said you know the research and development was key to us so um does you know we both come from strong marketing backgrounds so market research does this <laughs> idea actually have legs like is it worth us giving up our full-time established careers for which give us a consistent paycheck yeah um, security you know like yeah. it's the security for sure you know and plus all the investment that we were going to put into this business because it, it costs money mm-hmm. to start a business and to start a business um properly yeah. for children because the one thing that teen and i made a pact from the very beginning is that the product we produce? We're gonna feed our children, and it, we will. That If we were feeding our own kids, it is gonna have the highest quality ingredients. It's going to be tested to the max. It is going to be absolutely perfect um, because, as, as mothers, that's you know, these when are our children. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, we spent a lot of time um, researching, um, sending out surveys, um, understanding where the seed market was going, it was booming. It's booming for adults. And, you know, as Tina mentioned, but not for children, because nobody really knows that. Is it safe to feed seeds to children? Are seeds a choking hazard? Yeah. Um, and we started following tons and tons of pediatric dietitians, um, And we quickly noticed that when they did post about seeds, which was quite frequently because they all believe in them the questions would be endless from moms. Yeah. Like they just, you know, they needed ideas. Like, what do I put seeds in? And, you know, like, are they safe? And all these other things that um, we we knew the answers to, but they were searching for those sure. answers because at the end of the day, every mom wants what's best for her child. Um, we actually onboarded um, a pediatric uh, dietitian to help us develop our products. Yep. Um, and that's where we really defined our point of difference because she helped us understand you know, yeah, the seeds are full loaded, full of nutrients, but there's additional things we can add into them like vitamin D vitamin D is now seen as this, you know, super vitamin, Yeah. Um, Yeah. you know, it's linked to everything. um, And kids are not getting enough of it. And even current guidelines at, you know, uh, 400 UI a day, they're saying it's not enough for children. So we knew that our products needed to have a boost of vitamin D for children because you know, we needed to be that complete solution for moms, where they could get that nutritional insurance for their child that they were looking for. Um, And then we also added in the probiotics, because let's face it, we launched this during COVID. And, you know, that really altered our thinking, because suddenly immune health became the number one thing that every mom was interested in. And, you know, same with me and Tina, like we don't, we want our kids as healthy as possible. If they are to contract COVID or anything else, we want to make sure their immune system is top, top functioning to fight anything that comes their way. Um, and probiotics are a clear link to your, your gut health and your immune health. And I think it's really important that you know, um, and parents are learning more and more because they're they're Googling more and more about, you know, how can they improve the immune system of their children? And, you know, seeds not only um, have, uh, our seeds not only have the probiotics in them, but seeds naturally contain things like zinc, mm-hmm. which are great for immune health. And parents are learning this. When yeah. we did our surveys, we actually started realizing that parents are researching and understanding that these are some key nutrients that they're looking for, that they can't readily get through a lot of the everyday foods that their children eat.
0: I love that. And the fact that some kids could be picky, right? So I think part of what you oh, said, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's so great. And I'm sure I would imagine this is part of what you've put because I'm going, my next question is gonna be, what is the full range of products that you do sell? But I think, again, it is a genius idea because there are picky eaters. So you could put, let's say your child's not in the mood to have I don't know, peas or carrots or whatever it is you can make, I would imagine something and then put your product on it. And at least they're getting that dose that they might not get from the broccoli or whatever they don't want. So, yeah. So next question, what is the full range of products that you do sell um, currently right now?
2: So we offer a lineup of four organic super seed boosters. Um, So they're essentially blends of various seeds, such as flax, chia, and hemp, uh, plus other superfoods and probiotics, which can be added or hidden um, into any food that a child eats. Um, So we actually like to call them super sprinkles. Um, So if you have a picky little eater on your hands, a small little change is calling them super sprinkles. It works like magic. Um, And we actually also have a little... um, uh, seat shaker that we offer for sale, which kids love. And, it, and it's a great way to get them involved um, in the kitchen from a really early age and, and really build those foundational habits. Um, so when you look at our, our four SKUs, um, we like to look at, we like to consider three of them as our foundational boosters. So that consists of our flax, chia, and hemp boosters, um, each of which contain vitamin D and probiotics, which Kim mentioned earlier. Um, and then we have our specialty digestion booster that has been designed specifically to aid with digestion and, and gut health in little ones. And it's actually my personal favorite um, because it is also very delicious. It has this yummy apple and cinnamon flavor to, uh, flavor to it that, that kids love, right? So it can be added to oatmeal, smoothies, peanut butter, toast, um, so many things.
0: I love it. And may I ask, is it adults can have it? Like anyone can have it? Is it made for, you know, starting, like you said, to really go from six months and up. So my five, my soon to be five-year-old can enjoy it as well.
1: Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And you know, it's, um, it's, this is actually great for teenagers. They're still growing. Yes, it's great point. for everybody. Um, the, you know, we talked about the nutrient density of seeds and we talked about, um, you know, Tina mentioned the challenges in today's market, yeah. um, how difficult it is to find nutrient dense foods. And even when you pick up something at the supermarket and it says that it's, Oh, healthy and whole grains and, you know, all these other yes. marketing verbiage that they use yes. and you turn it over and you read the ingredients and you're like, no. oh my God, this is all like a
0: marketing, crap. a marketing
1: yes. ploy yes. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, So read your um, labels. Read your labels. Yeah. Read that's one labels. thing we push more than anything is definitely read your labels. But, um, I think that that's where the seeds are so important. So we have a lot of adults that are consuming our products as well because they need a boost of vitamin D. They need a boost of magnesium. You know, and if you look at the back of our pack, we actually have the different age groups for children. Um, And then our final age group is like four plus because it's all the way to adults as well. And just one tablespoon of like our hemp hearts is sufficient for an adult to get over 50% of their magnesium for the day. And magnesium is one of the biggest deficiencies in adults today. Um, And it impacts your nervous system. Yes. And having enough magnesium impacts your sleep. And having enough magnesium impacts things like your mental health because it's tied with your nervous system and your anxiety levels and everything. So seeds is a great, you should see me in the morning. I'm dumping seeds in, (laughs) (laughs) you know, for the whole family. And, you know, my parents are using them and they're in their sixties and they use it religiously. And, and this is even before we started tiny sprouts, Um, you know, but they love the addition of the probiotics because probiotics are great for adults as well. So, um, you know, we talked about touched on gut health, but, uh, you know, and uh, I'm not sure if you follow Dr. Mark Hyman and some of these other Mm -hmm. um, functional doctors, but your gut's your second brain um, and it influences your whole body. So there's a whole line of research now. It's always evolving and uh, probiotics have been proven to really have a healthy impact on your overall health and well-being from everything from reducing allergies to reducing cavities to all these new things that are being picked up every day on top of the already proven benefits of, immune and digestive health
0: for sure um and let me ask because you you mentioned doing all the market research to see the, the competitive market how do your products differ and then my second question is how has it transformed your family using your products your children's immune system your own immune system what have you seen or what are you reading in your testimonials that people are saying oh my god like this is working
2: Okay, so I'll, I'll start with the, yes. the how are our seeds different. Yes. Um, we get that question often. So um, we, we, we have a, a prepared answer. Um, <laughs> so they, they really do differ in, in so many ways. Um, so something that we've talked about a lot um, already today is they contain probiotics, mm-hmm. right? So each serving of our boosters contains one complete serving of a high quality probiotic um, that helps with both digestion and immune health. Um so when you take a look at our ingredients the combination of the probiotics and the natural prebiotic fibers from the flax and chia seeds really is the perfect combination to ensure the probiotic efficacy right so without those prebiotics they're essentially um like the prebiotics are the food for the probiotics ah, okay um they they also contain vitamin D so we've also we've already touched on this but um most little ones have suboptimal vitamin D levels in their in their bodies um, and we know more than ever that vitamin D plays a very crucial role um, for everyone, especially children. Um, so it aids from anything from immune to hormone health, um, to also building strong teeth and bones and in, in growing children. Um, something that we love to mention is that our boosters are heavy metal tested. So I'm sure you've seen the headlines, Nikki. Um, and unfortunately, the baby food industry is one that has been impacted by heavy metal. So a lot of the big name brands um, they've been tested and, and they are higher um, than they should be um, in heavy metals. Um, and that also includes seed brands. So we go ahead and we source not only the best ingredients, but we go the extra step um, to conduct that heavy metal testing on all our finished products. Um, and we don't require any sort of special, special labeling on our packs. Wow. Um, and this was something, as, as Kim alluded to earlier, this was something that was very important to us. Um, from the very start it's just you know ensuring the safety of our products because we are dealing with babies um, and young children um, and then lastly our flax and chia seeds are both cold milk um, and they this allows for maximum nutrient absorption and easier digestion um, for little ones so you know as babies there's only so much food um, that they can take yes. in um, so also being in milled form allows them to you know easily blend into anything uh, that children eat i
0: love it and kim if you want to take how have you seen this and what are what are your customers saying about your products that have made you guys be like really so proud that you're like wow this is working
1: yeah, for sure. So we love it when we get an email from a customer or we get a repeat customer, which, you know, now that we've, uh, we've only been in market since pretty much November of last year. So it's been like six or seven months. Wow. Um, and that's because there's been delays after delays. After delays. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to launch, uh, but we made it, yeah. we made it to launch at the end of last year. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, probably our most, our most popular as a digestion booster, um, to the, uh, you know, some, I remember one lady was even like, I need that digestion booster. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, <laughs> like she was so desperate. Was awesome. She's like, my daughter's finally pooing, oh. please tell me you're going to get you know back in stock. And, yeah. um, you know, it was just, it's such a great feeling to get messages like that. And we're getting, you know, messages like that almost daily now. And the, knowing the impact that this is having on parents for their children is it's just so, fulfilling. It's, it's so great. You know, um, I know my daughter, um, you know, I, I'm, i she, she poos pretty much every single day, you know, like, and like, you know, it's we don't so talk, about, we don't it talk enough, about that enough. That is so we don't important. talk about it enough. And, but let me tell you, moms, Your kids moms po- are Googling it. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's, there's over 40,000 uh, searches on constipation and babies and kids a month. in just the U S alone. Um, you know, and it's so disheartening. Like it really irritates me and Tina and it makes us upset. Like (laughs) we get upset when we're on like these different, you know, we're on these different mommy groups and people are giving their children Miralax and all these, Oh my God. Like, we're like, what are you doing? But they don't know, but
0: they don't. And and it's the unfortunate part because we could talk a whole thing about healthcare and how, and especially you being in the United States of knowing how the information. (laughs) Oh my God. You You have no idea. That's going to be a whole nother. we'll, we'll yes sidebar that T-
1: tina hears <laughs> it every day from me because you know i grew up in canada and then i went to the uk and canada and the uk are very health forward and then i come to the us and i am like what is happening you're here? like it's
0: going backwards you know 150 percent. so it's terrible
1: it's terrible yeah yeah
0: so to your point but i love how you said that because to the moms listening to this Number one, don't you know, it's, it's OK, like you can make a change if that is what your doctor is prescribing. But there are better, more healthier homeopathic yes. ways to allow your child to go to the bathroom, which they should be doing daily because that is a natural thing. Even I didn't yes. even think about it. My husband actually has been on this whole homeopathic thing for many, many years to the point that sometimes he'll tell me he'll say, um, He's like, I told you about this. I'm like, I know, but you know, yeah. that he's been reading. But the whole point, he's like, no, like he should be pooping every day. We should be pooping yes, every day, absolutely. maybe twice every a day, single yes. you know, um, so that, that could be, but I love that you're saying that because I think that's very, very, very important and very significant for anybody listening to this, but continue. Well,
1: Nikki, l- less than 10% of toddlers in the U.S. meet their fiber needs, less than 10% yes. Yes. and lack of fiber in the diet is what is driving this, you know, one in five children being obese. One in three, you know, on track to get diabetes. Diabetes. Like, it is, it's the driver. So, you know, an easy way to combat that problem, because I get it. Like, children don't like fiber-rich foods. But you can easily hide flax seeds and chia seeds without them even knowing that it's in their food. Um, And then as they get older, like, you know, I was hiding it in my daughter's food, but now... (laughs) Now she gets excited yes. when she sees seeds. So you slowly can transition them. So it's not like you're hiding it forever. Sure. But you're you're like you know you're treating seeds like they're super magic, power like they're little foods. magic. Seeds. Yeah, that's what they so, are. Super sprinkles. Yeah, super they I are. Love the super sprinkles.
0: A- I'm gonna try that with my son.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's we have a sh- the shaker and everything, and yeah. that's how you get your sprinkles on. So it's it's like it's really about yeah. If you hide it for as long as you have to hide it. They will adopt to it. Hundred And if you encourage healthy, you know, healthy eating in your family, if they're going to adopt those healthy habits, and then those numbers are going to come down across the US and, and it's just going to be a win for everybody. Not
0: just encourage it, but you have to model it. I think that's one of the biggest things. Oh,
1: yeah. 100%. You know, they're always watching. And, <laughs>
0: and I think to me, that's one of the hardest things about being a mom, right? It's like you're trying to get them on the oh, shit yeah. and narrow and you're trying to deal with your own s-h-i-t 100%. shit you know uh, there's been yeah. times of the month that oh my god i really want a milkshake right now and you know oh my god the last
1: nine months i've been <laughs> pregnant <laughs> and i've literally like sometimes had to hide stuff in my car and eat yes, it true <laughs> because i'm god. like i'm pregnant right? i just need
0: a break today because we have to truly to really be we have to model that and anything i mean
2: Tina, you want to from the beginning,
0: whether it's kindness, empathy, if we're not showing that it doesn't matter what we say, we can say it to a blue in the face. But now I want to kind of pivot a little bit because we've talked a lot. I think you guys have gave have given so much information, so much wonderful information. Like I said, I'm very excited to try the product um, for my son, for myself, my family. Let's go into pivot a little bit about small business journey. So I don't know who wants to take these questions all um, on. But why don't you talk about some challenges, setbacks, as well as some successes and achievements you've had so far.
2: I'll take this one <laughs> and and I will say that that we love this question. um so you know there's there's a ton of challenges that comes with starting your own business yeah. um and I would um it, it becomes amplified when you're when you're starting a new children's food business. so as we said before, we're dealing with the world's most vulnerable population and dealing with something that they're ingesting into their little bodies right so we, we just really needed to be more diligent from from the very sure. from the very beginning um and not to mention we're in a in a super competitive category like i mean the baby food industry is changing every day like i look think back to seven years ago versus today and i don't i i know them now because of tiny sprouts but so many of the brands were just yeah. brand new so many of the claims so much of the innovation right um, so super, super competitive, but very, very exciting. Um, so since our planned launch date of spring 2021, um, we've encountered a ton of challenges. So we we've had to things such as changing co-packers at the last minute, wow. um, dealing with suppliers sending us incorrect uh, materials, a website money, a, a website company essentially taking our money and, and not completing the job and then ingredients simply not meeting our high quality standards. So um, an example that comes to mind, as I mentioned, we did um, heavy metal, we do heavy metal testing. Um, We actually ended up changing our cinnamon supplier. It it makes up a tiny portion of our blend, um, but we ended up changing our cinnamon supplier at the at the very last minute um, because our test results were not up to par. Um, and we knew that our blends cannot contain lead. They, they simply cannot, right? So we changed our supplier to ensure that our quality was top-notch. Um, you know, this ended up leading to a launch date later than we anticipated. Um, and, and a lot, a lot of, of money
1: lost. <laughs> a lot of
2: time and money lost, right? So, like, I mean, we wanted to give up endlessly, but, you know, we, we pushed through. We stuck sure. together. We stuck to, to our mission and our end goal. Um, and definitely there's so much work still to be done, of course, um, but we're we're
0: extremely proud of the the products that we've we've developed as a result of all of this. And talk about some of the successes. So I saw you guys won a grant. Yeah. The Amber was it the Amber Grant? That's how I found you. So I love it. Congratulations on that. Thank so you. tell me about that. Like how has it been um, with like the whole social media? I mean, I know it, I think it's great. I love when I see entrepreneurs that come from corporate, but that know you know that it have been whether VPs in some level or high level worked. I come from corporate myself what has that been like to now market your own business online and have that before we get into kind of like, you know, how people can connect with you and purchase talk to me a little bit about that, of what that's been like to market your own business. And what have you seen that's different working with someone? And now that it's your own baby.
2: (laughs) So that that's um, it's been an interesting transition, right? So coming from only big corporate, um, companies to now running the show, like Kim and I are in the finer details on a day-to-day. So we are very used to, you know, having a team. Yeah. Like everyone has a specialized role in corporate. You have your operations person, you have your salesperson, you have your supply person. Um and now Kim just- and I wear every single hat. Yeah. So I, I would say that, you know, it's been challenging of course, um, but it has been so much um a tremendous learning opportunity like I have learned so much over the past two years and and I can see Kim nodding her head and and definitely she feels the same so while it's been interesting you know we're we're looking at the silver lining and it's only made us stronger um both for our business and and personally right like we have developed a, a basis like a whole new set of skills that we probably wouldn't have gained in the corporate world, 100%, and you
0: learn from what not to do going forward. I'm sure as you scale and so on and so forth, for sure, that goes back to your original point, Kim, of saying, like, I believe every issue or or challenge can be an opportunity, right? Anything that goes wrong, like, okay, instead of crying about it, like, okay, maybe cry for a few minutes, but how do we fix this? How do we not happen again? How do we learn from it and then move forward? I 100% believe that. Um, So how can people connect with you? How can they, or I should say, how can they purchase the Tiny Sprouts Foods products? Where do you ship? Where do you don't? All that good stuff.
1: So currently uh, we're available on our website. Okay. So we have our own e-commerce business. So that's how we started. Um, And then uh, just a couple months ago, we have uh, joined on Amazon. Nice. um, And the response on Amazon has been fantastic. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, And we're still building our Amazon store um, that will hopefully be available next week where everybody can learn a little bit more about our business and our mission and see all the range of products. Uh, but right now we are available on Amazon and e-commerce and we we ship globally. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're very lucky that we had an opportunity to work with the fulfillment um, center um, that offers us ability to connect globally because the response from the international customers has been tremendous. Wow. Like We actually cannot believe like, you know, from Singapore to Australia to so many orders from the UK, like, you know, we're, we are wanted across the globe and, you know, there's obviously the cost barrier of shipping and, um, shipping is probably one of our biggest challenges. Um, you know, even shipping in the U S like we, we currently charge for shipping, um, under $35, but if you spend over $35, it's free shipping. Um, but customers don't, and we never realized how much shipping actually costs. So even (laughs) the, you know, even when we charge people for shipping, we're still paying at least six or seven bucks shipping out of our own pocket. Um, it's crazy. Um, but it's, you know, for us, the most important thing is getting our products in the hands of, of mothers and families and children who can benefit. So it's something that we're willing to take off, our bottom line to just to make sure that everybody can get this in their products with with the goal of eventually entering into retail spaces um, in the near future. I was just
0: gonna say kind of what's before we kind of get into our last final questions here, what is next, what, what, is your, what is your hope, you know, your next, I know, like you said, you just, November, it's kind of crazy to, to hear that. Um, and a lot yeah. has happened since, but what is your, I guess your three to five, or maybe one to three year goal with where do you see?
1: Oh, world domination. I love it. I used sure. to say that. I used to ask say. I'm
0: like world domination. I love that. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. we we we're definitely uh, retail is our next priority okay. right now. Um so, you know, that's that's where we want to be headed. Specialty retail, get into Whole Foods, but then also get into the big names like Target yes. and and Walmart and all the yeah. major grocery chains across the US and Canada and eventually globally. Um, since we've seen the response. Um, but Tina and I, when we started this business, we also we had actually, uh, we have um, eight products um, that are already ready to go and we've only launched with four. Ah, okay. So yeah, so we have we have some more products Love in it. our back pocket that we know are going to make such a huge difference and impact in the market. Uh, but we the reason why we haven't launched with them yet is a the complexity uh, and our learning and sure. we don't want to overwhelm um you know the market ourselves and we just want to make sure we get our foundational ske- skews right first um and that we are um you know a big part of our marketing strategy is education so just educating moms on the basic seeds plus digestion um is our priority and sure. once they become comfortable with using seeds in their kids' foods, and they start realizing the immense benefits, that's when we will launch more of our specialty brands.
0: I think that's so smart. And I think, look, at the end of the day, you don't want to compromise your integrity of anything that you're doing. And I can 100%. I can see that that's kind of been a um, cohesiveness with what you guys have. So I completely understand. And I think that's the way it should be, especially if you have a product, like you like you said, for children, you want to make sure that people know and can trust you. Um, okay, we're winding down here. So how do you both release, reset, recharge. You got a lot going on, your moms, your business owners, all the things. How do you release and reset and recharge and kind of like get ready to continue on to do all the things that you do?
1: So I, um, I'm an early riser. <laughs> uh, the only time I really have to myself is when my daughter is not around <laughs> right now. Um, my husband has planted her in front of the TV. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, but, uh, I like to get up and I, I meditate and I journal and, mm-hmm. um, I do some manifestation work. Um, so I spend the first 30 to 45 minutes of my day um on me. So I'll wake up around 5 30. Uh, it's becoming increasingly harder as my belly gets bigger <laughs> because the insomnia um insomnia is already kicking in yeah. big time. But um I don't I don't ever let myself go a day without it because it keeps me calm throughout the day. Um I think Tina's probably ever since she's seen me introduce these practices back into my life because there was a period of time last year where I stopped doing them. Um mm-hmm. she's seen me probably a lot more calmer and a lot more focused and you know um, it's, it's what helps me recharge and kind of not freak out throughout the day when, um, something happens, yeah. you know, with our, if something happens with our business or anything, like I'm just like, okay, okay, <laughs> like yeah. I just, you know, try to remain non-reactive in as many areas of my life as I can. Because there's some areas of my life I just have to stay reactive in. For sure. Um, but this helps hone me. Motherhood. <laughs> yeah. yeah mother. My, sure. my daughter not napping so, some days anymore because she's in that, you know, three to four age. And I'm like, oh, my God, please nap today. Yes, for um, sure. But, you know, um, I think that it, just having that time to yourself, build, carving that time to yourself is really important to do something that you enjoy doing and just, uh, you know, helps keep you calm.
0: I love it. What about you, Tina? I admire Kim because, you
2: know, she's able to do a lot of the stuff that I want to do. Um, but I just, I, I can't get there. And, um, my main way to reset, recharge is exercise, um, and, and diet, absolutely. Um, exercise and diet for sure. I used to be an avid runner and I, and I'm trying to get back into that practice um but definitely walking and just getting that fresh uh breath of air is is great for me and i force my children to do it as well because it's definitely something that you know i, I see benefits not only for myself but i see it in them 100%. um they become they're like brand new people when they come back from being outside sure. um and diet for sure a healthy diet makes just the world of a difference it so. does
0: okay my final question what are your final thoughts to the podcast the youtube world what do you what do you want to leave with as we end up as we end here
1: Oh gosh. You know, final thoughts. Uh, so, so many come to mind, but I think it, it kind of goes back to, you know, the first icebreaker where, uh, we were talking about what books you read and, and your values and your belief. I think, I think for, for us, it's really about, um, follow your passion and follow your gut and make sure that gut is yeah. healthy before you follow no pun, it. Right? Pun intended. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended, but you know, it kind of hones down to almost everything we've touched on in the, in the past, you know, 45 minutes hour that, um, you need to be healthy inside and out, um, in order to yes. take control of your life and take control of your destiny. You need to have the right physical health. You need to have the right mental health, Um, and if you have the right physical and mental health, you are going to be able to focus better and be able to take control of your life better. Because, uh, one thing that Tina and I have learned, um, you know, and we, we're still learning today is that life is going to happen, um, and bad things are going to happen and great things are going to happen. And how do we find the positive, positive, you know, the positive outlook in every good and bad thing, and how do we rein in the bad thing and manipulate it and make it into a good thing? So I think that, um, you know, uh, your, your audience is all mothers where moms being a mom is the hardest, the, uh, like the hardest thing to do in the world. Um, you, you heard Tina's doorbell ringing. Um,
2: <laughs> I don't know where to do it.
1: Yeah. You know, like, oh, that's great. That's great. So, you know, her, hers got them, <laughs> got them somewhere, but um, at the end of the day, baby wants mom you know, toddler, kid, yes. teenager, want mommy. you know, 30, 40 year old wants mom, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, it's a lifelong, it's a lifelong, big, huge commitment. And, um, as, as a mom, you need to find that space for yourself and create a healthy mindset, um, in your mind, body and soul, um, to really just be able to get that time for yourself and for your family and, and to really enjoy life like it's meant to be enjoyed.
0: I love it. And Tina, what about you? I, not much
2: to add, honestly, Kim, Kim summed it up really beautifully, but I I will say, you know, um, I'm, I'm just so grateful for having found tiny sprouts. Like there was a moment in time, like going through COVID and working from home with kids. I was like, this is, is this what I'm going to have to do for the rest of my life and working corporate and, and, you know, with health and nutrition being so important, I was working at Hershey's, which is the opposite (laughs) of sure. It brings you joy. Um, but, you know, I'm just so grateful to have found my passion, um, and, and be able to like, just spread it to other people and only bring good things like, you know, improving children's health and wellness is, is so meaningful and it, and it's something worth getting up for every day. Like we're truly making a difference and then just so grateful for that. So I would encourage moms out there, if you think that this is it, it's not it you know, um, there's just so much more out there. Follow your gut, your healthy gut and, you know, um, believe in yourself and, and
0: you can do it. <laughs> I love that. And
1: read your labels. Yes. Read your, labels, read for your sure. labels. I love that. Yeah.
0: Ladies, thank you so much for coming on, for sharing your story. Um, I am so excited to share this with my podcast community and continued blessings to you both for love and light. Thank you for listening to this impactful episode of the Motherhood Village Podcast